In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Grant, we entreat thee, O Almighty God, that they who discipline the flesh by abstaining from food may also keep thy law from refra- by refraining from sin. The colic for today's Mass outlines our plan for spiritual progress in this season of Lent. We often think of Lent as a time of corporal mortification. We ask each other what we have given up for it, which is often things of the senses, like a favorite food, television, games, or social media. This type of mortification is encouraged by St. Paul, who instructs that those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. This is all the more necessary after original sin, because our passions are no longer always subject to our reason. Corporal mortification is also useful for us because it is easy to forget our true end, which is in heaven. Our goal in our earthly life is to reach the beatific vision wherein we shall contemplate God as he is. These little things that we give up for Lent represent the goods of this world which often distract us from this true end. When we discipline the flesh, in the words of the Collect, we remind ourselves that our time here is only temporary. The other half of the Collect asks God to help us keep his law by refraining from sin. This effect follows from the first. The passions which are not kept into check by the human reason become unregulated and lead us into sin. An appetite for food is healthy because it ensures that we receive the proper nutrition every day in order to keep living. When this appetite becomes unregulated, such such as by eating too much, we sin by gluttony. Corporal mortification then, such as the abstinence from food we pray for, prevents this desire from food and other passions from going out of reasonable limits. If you have made the resolution this Lent not to eat too much, you must then learn how to say no. But if you say no to a plate of snacks lying around, of course you're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel mortified. That is because through this voluntary privation, while hungry and perhaps miserable, you gain the strength to say no. That despite the rumbling in your stomach, you can indeed resist. In this manner of training our bodies, we gain the strength to keep God's law by refraining from sin. In the end, you might be asking, isn't this what we are always called to do each and every day? And you are correct, for we are not called to lose the sanctifying grace in our souls through deliberate sin. In addition, God always calls us each day to a greater level of holiness by means of avoiding evil and in doing good works. We are called to be holy, whether it is in Advent, in Christmastide, in Lent, in the time after Pentecost. However, human experience reminds us that we nonetheless fall into routine. Lent is therefore a good opportunity to do what we have always done, but better. Many of the readings for this season underscore the ugliness of sin and the lengths we are called to avoid it. We have heard the account of Susanna, who is ready to be unjustly condemned to death in order to maintain her chastity, and the subsequent lengths God takes to preserve the order of justice and the lives of his saints. Likewise, in the Gospel, 
the woman in adultery is saved from death and forgiven of her sin, and released under the condition to not sin again. From these two episodes, God wants to tell us that sin is neither a goal to attain for if we have not done it, and if we have fallen into it, it is not a state to remain in forever. He is willing to go far to preserve us from sin and to save us from it. May we ask God with humble confidence for the grace of this double purification. May he render faithful and fruitful our Lenten mortifications, and in doing so, aid us to put off our old nature which belongs to our former manner of life and be renewed in the spirit of our minds. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.